Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while 2023, you guys, and I'm winging it. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. That's the website, the Dork Forest, if you like a determiner. Dorkforest.com also works. JackieCation.com has all of my stand-up information. Like, it has videos, it has pictures, it has links to this podcast and to my other podcast with Lori Kilmartin. It has a merch store that has Dork Forest t-shirts. It has all of my stand-up merch and all of my CDs and DVDs. So, that's what you know about websites. There's an opportunity because uh, we're in the new year here that you can donate to the Dork Forest. I don't have a Patreon. I don't have uh, anything really set up, though I understand you can set up on PayPal a monthly if you wanted to. Uh, you could donate and uh, be of uh, to support the show. This is the 17th season, the 17th year I've been putting this stuff out. It's free, but if you have money and would like to throw me some money, boy, howdy. Uh, uh, there's a PayPal. The, uh, there is at my webs at my email address, actually, Jackie at JackieCation.com, which you can also email me and tell me how much you're enjoying the show. You can also do Venmo if you'd like, which is just Jackie Cation, no hyphen, all one word, picture of this, this person, me. And then um, I think that's it. I think I have Zell, but it's too complicated. Other than that, let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, still in, fixing the audio all these years later. Give it up to Patrick Brady. That's what a lot of your donations support, by the way, because I like to uh, share the wealth. And then um, Bill Mose, he does the websites. And Mike Rickberg wrote and sang that song composed and sang that song with his wife now, Sarah. And uh, at the end, he sings uh, the Mexican hat dance, which is always fun. Anyway, I'm sure there's more to it. There's a band camp that has a bunch. It has like a, a, a stand-up storytelling album that was never released. It's uh, There's also a, a bunch of live episodes that many of them are free. There were 200 episodes that were not pre-recorded, and I sort of culled through those, and I pulled like 17 of the best ones. There's an album collection of that, 17 Hours of Dork Forest. If you run through all of the episodes, go to bandcamp.com, Dork Forest, or Google those words and you'll find it. Anyway, there's probably more. I can't remember any of it, but you're doing great. Feel free to enjoy the show. Hi, Jackie Cation here. You guys, uh, here we are in my garage and with me, longtime friend and friend of the show, Jan Karam, back in the Dork Forest. Dork, 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 dork. Welcome. <laughs> Is that the theme song? Uh, it was short-lived about 17 years ago. I would just play that word over and over and over again. Yeah. And then Mike Rickberg wrote a very beautiful, tiny song. Yeah. And then he was he was on the show and he sang a funny song on his episode. And I just used that as the closer. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That's great. That's good to have a theme song and have someone write it for you too, right? It was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Jan Karen, by the way, stand-up comic, uh, also super like bendy and stuff. I've super seen bendy. you, but very, very funny. And uh, if you guys go to Jan Jan Karam on Instagram or Jan Karam on YouTube, you'll get to see more of that. But I'm going to spell it J-A-N-N two N's like Nancy Karam K-A-R-A-M as in Mary Jan Karam it'll be in the notes okay so great. and there's also a jankaram.com so if you want to see what's happening there she will hook you up I'm all across the thing yeah you're doing it so yeah. we ran into each other because you were yeah. you were opening for Dana Carvey over at the yeah. club yeah and and hadn't yeah. seen you in a million years and uh still didn't get to see your set felt bad about it because nah, I bet you it was great. Bad. Yeah, it was a great set. And why not? And I'm going to be there this Saturday with Dana as well. Dana Carvey. Dana. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, that's neat. Yeah. So maybe so, John put me on the second show too. So I'll get double spots, you know. Yeah, that'd you know, be good. You know, we thing. want as much stage time as we can get. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, we do. We do want as much stage time as we can get. Uh, we need I, tend, I tend to ping him on the Monday when he wants to be pinged. Yeah. And then during the week. I literally just text him and go, anything for tonight? Oh, oh, that's then, good. 
And then sometimes he texts me back and I said, I can give you five minutes at the Yuhu room. And I say to myself, I'll do it. That's what yeah. I say. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I'll take it. And oh, I love it. I love the Yuhu room because it's, I mean, it always ends up being fun and they have the bringer thing. The audience is, you know, and they're pretty open to hearing, to hearing the new stuff. Yeah. It's always very exciting. So I'm going to this- do that then. I email on Monday, but I never ping. You should ping if you can. You do? You ping? I got the number. You got the number. You just uh, you're just like, oh, maybe I'll ping. Maybe I won't. Yeah. I try not to do it more than once a week just to, you know, yeah, so because I'm sure so. he's overwhelmed. But careful, um, careful, careful use of the pinging. Yeah. And, and but uh, Jake, you, how long have you been doing yoga? Oh, yoga? Gosh. Oh, I don't know how many years, but at least 20, yeah, right? 20, as long as we've known each other, I yeah, think at right, least 20 years. Right. Yeah. And I got the COVID weight, you know, what you gained weight over COVID is that yeah. I did too. I, and I but lost I, flexibility and I lost my mind. Right, right. There's all kinds of things. It's hard to regroup after 16 months of, uh, of forced solitude dark forest solid solitude well i did a lot of zoom stuff which is why yeah. we're doing the dork forest on zoom now which you know oh. provides content for my youtube page and yeah. uh if people ever want to watch it on they can just watch the show us in our in our rooms and uh Sweet. so yeah, watch us in our rooms sir what what made you rooms. what made you what made you go to yoga what made you oh. go to yoga instead okay, of pilates well, okay so my whole uh, trajectory of fitness started um, it, it, when I moved. Well, I always kind of did stuff, right, as a kid in high school and everything else. But then when I moved to New York City to do stand-up, <laughs> New yes, York, uh, I, um, I, oh, I, I dated this weightlifter guy, and uh, and I have some jokes about it, right. But then he was like, oh, you know, he was a trainer. He was a trainer. Uh, so okay. he was like, oh, you should start teaching. And so then I went to this one, like this is before they had all the classes, right? And then I, I went to this place called the Apple Fitness or something like that in down in Wall Street. And it was a club with a with a little boom box. Maybe I even had a cassette tape. This is, and then um and then I just started teaching there. Then I went to this other studio, Body Designed by Gilda. And that's where I met Bruce Smirnoff. Do you know him? No. Did, does he have something to do with the vodka? No. Okay. He, but his, no. But he lives in Florida. He's a comedian. So he oh, lives. He's a comic. Yeah. But, oh, I have uh, met him. Hello. Yeah, yes. I yeah. know Bruce Smirnoff. It was okay. the weirdest thing because it was all women. It was like above Bloomingdale's or next to Bloomingdale's. And that's one of my jokes. I don't have to do all the exercises. They would just stand in the back of the class, right? And so he was there with all these women. And it's the funniest thing that he would take these aerobics classes. So right. I, I, from then, I then I was started to teach stretch class. Then I moved out here, then go on the road. Then I'm like, oh, I, I need a reason that I have to work out. Yeah. Like, I'll go and I won't get fired. I mean, if I, if I, I have to go or I'll get fired. So I needed Wait, that kind of pressure. So you, did you start teaching so that you worked out or did you start teaching yes. so that you would be fit enough to teach or mm -hmm. both? Wait, wait, what? Okay. I, I were, I did it. I guess there's a lot of reasons why number one to give to the community. <laughs> Thank you, Jen Karam. Thank you so much. <laughs> um well and also yeah to stay to stay fit and that way you have to you have I have to show up and then oh you have you have well you have something that to give is if you stay fit then people want to take your classes because they want to be look like you or they want they know that you are fit maybe yeah I never and then like that I never did it like that because I think because you're automatically sort of fit by doing it so I never did it because the classes themselves like are exercising what are the classes? Like I, can you tell that I have absolutely never been to an exercise class? Oh, no. Okay. That's okay. It's fun. Okay. Here's another reason. Yeah. What is okay. it? I All I see is I, I picture okay, something now, out of a Jane Fonda yeah. video that I saw back in the 1200s. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Well, it is still like that. Okay, so wait, because this is a very interesting subject for me. There's a million reasons why I wanted to do the fitness. Well, number one is, look, I got to go to the gym or I got to work out because it's gnawing on me all day. Like, you know, I got to work out because I don't know. We don't really have to, right? But let's just say but you did. You, but seriously, you did. You said to yourself, like I have to. I'm oh, not okay. a fanatic. You're and I don't like, it's boring to go to the gym. I, there's just, it's just go, boring going by yourself. Uh, so then I, I, so this way I have to go. I kind of like learning about the format of fitness. And I also liked, I used it as a way to help me build confidence in stand up because I had to go and stand in front of people. And I was scared, you know, because it's, it's a serious thing versus comedy. I could just go, he, 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 <laughs> and then, but, but like stand up, right. I could just, um, kind of laugh my way out of it. But when you're in front of people and they're staring at you and the lady's like, I don't have to do all the exercises, you can't, you can't break your mode. You have to right. keep, then you, you have, have to know the format. Yeah. So it was very challenging in that way. And it all, it, so it gave me a lot of confidence to be able to manage, to manage the class, to organize the class, to be able to stand up in front of people, to be able to demonstrate. It's like juggling balls. So I really looked at it as like a way to help me not just stay in shape, but help me with stand up to kind of overcome uh, fears and, um, you know, public speaking stuff and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Some sort of like, um, like just kind of shy or just kind of stage fright kind of stuff because but also, it, but, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So it, it has, it has a, so would you write the format or the curriculum or the, or the, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you no, write that? Uh, at first, like uh, you had to do it this certain way, or you take the classes or the certifications and they suggest that you start with a warm up and then you lead them through and then you get whatever kind of class it is. If it's uh you know, then you go into like this, the Jane Fonda stuff, and then you do a, a stretch and a cool down stretch and then a relax. Okay. Right. So there's like a, a format. And then, so, you know, I guess earlier, you know, younger, you memorize that. Well, when I worked at body designed by Gilda, you had to do it a certain way. It was, it was this, this is, and we were actually changing um, records on the album we would change it like caribbean queen was for the lake <laughs> right yeah i don't say whatever it was and then we did uh barry white for arms and you know it was like guys like right. so you had to move the needle yeah you had to change the record in between in between formats or in between um modalities or whatever they're called or whatever okay so you would do your legs to one song and then you're like all right everybody get ready to do their arms and then you'd go over and grab a new album and put it on and and put the needle down yeah and you're like all right now we're doing this is it like that yeah but you kind of just do it smooth you talk while you're changing it and then we did because girls they want to have fun oh (laughs) we're doing like the you know want to have like why okay ymca and okay yeah that's so so then because of that like i learned all that stuff so now i just sort of free form it and i'm in places where they're not watching me i'm not in a corporate setting where i have to do you know right right, where you go to the jewish community center and i teach the adult um fitness okay otherwise yeah seeing go ahead no no because otherwise what I would just stay in bed. Honestly, I would. I would not. <laughs> I would. I would do the laundry and say that's enough. Is it? <laughs> that's enough. Well, what do you? Well, I, but you do kind of love it. I mean, you're you're like you love the sort of the minutia of it, right? Yeah. No, I I do. I I really do. I really. I mean, I feel good after after I do it. You know. Yeah. And um, and oh, another thing I was going to tell you about it, like. So then I, I would take these spinning classes, you know, the cycling. Okay. Spinning, uh, 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 all row, it, people um, in soul, a row. Okay. Soul cycle, whatever. Well, why now, is it called soul cycle? They changed the names because it was, it started off to be this, the guy that, do you really want to know this? Yeah, I do. I genuinely um, want to know this. Your listeners want to know? Yeah, that's uh, why it's called the dork forest. What? That's why it's called the door oh, force because okay. of the minutiae. Yeah, right. I know. But I, I, that. but I, I am that. curious. <laughs> I am curious. Why? What was it? Well, this who, guy, who invented the first station? Okay, go ahead. Okay. So Johnny G started it, right? And it started the spinning because he was a 
I think he was, this was like in the nineties, he was like a professional bike rider and he's like, Hey, why can't we do it? And so he built a bike and that was the, uh, he had the Schwinn spinner or then he made it like, um, Johnny, Johnny G wait, I'm like mad dog. Um, it's Hawks. They turn up the fan. Right. But, right. Okay. So then he had his own spinner bikes. Right. And then, so we would go to, this place on La Cienega, Karen and I, Voight, and she had bikes there. And so he was teaching there. And it was like more of like a, 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 a meditative ride a bike, play some trippy music and ride for 40 minutes and get the kind of exercise that you would get riding for two hours on the bike. But it's such good cardio and all that stuff. And really? Yeah. But then it turned all like rock and roll, frenetic, people screaming, yelling, going really fast. Spinning too fast, right? Hurting their knees, whatever. Oh my God. It got crazy. Everyone, like, let me, okay, let me unpack this just for me. (laughs) Is that, okay, so a a real bicycle guy, right? A guy who was a real bicyclist was like, if we put, like, the way old timey bicycle guys would train in the winter is they'd put their bike up on a a thing and then you could just spin in place and just sort of uh, practice being being a bike rider and so spinning classes were these stationary bikes yeah that he would have a class and he'd be like we're just gonna put on like groovy groovy music and we're gonna bike for 40 minutes and you're gonna feel like you've done something is that right jonathan goldberg johnny g he created jonathan goldberg wow yeah okay and then it was hijacked by like people who needed to spin faster yeah spin fast so so it was like okay first we're gonna warm up then we're gonna come out of the saddle we're gonna do a hill then we're gonna come down do some intervals like speed intervals but always with resistance then come up and down and like different but always listening to this cool music so by the end you're titillated and you you're endorphin high and you had a really you're drenched (laughs) you had a great you're all sweaty but you listen to music while you did it yeah and it was like more it was less like bombastic right where they were just like we you were in the tour de france these are the last 17 miles you have to go now yeah and so there are people who do like to bike like that though right and then people got the um heart monitors they started going okay oh. heart rate at 140 then da, da, da. then they started building those into the bikes but meanwhile okay let me tell so then i go from from Johnny G to a private studio. It was just people that liked that kind of vibe. Then I go to Gold's Gym. And this is all like, uh, the reason why I also like doing it is because I could go on the road, sub out my classes, come back and and do some stuff, right? Oh, right, right. You, Yeah, it, it was okay for your schedule. Yeah, I needed a flexible gig schedule. That makes sense. So okay. then I go to Gold's Gym and now people are almost heckling. It's like the worst hecklers than in a club you've never had. <laughs> Because it's not crazy dance music that's going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't go ahead. Do someone. (laughs) But people didn't want that kind of Zen thing anymore. Right. Which is much more peaceful. Yeah. Like, I would rather go. I would. You know what? I would like to bike. I might bicycle in a group if we listen to the sounds of rain. Yeah, I do like rain and thunder. I might do that. And you're just pedaling. It's not just pedaling. We're just kind of hanging out. And yeah, and what? But it became you don't have to actually throw a bucket of water at me. (laughs) That would be so that's what they would do. They'd be like, we're going to make this super intense. We're going to actually put you in a rainstorm. The new people would do that, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so okay so then so you used to teach that when it was mellow but then I went to like forced having to do it at that but they never you know now they don't really particularly I had some fans because I liked playing like R&B I mean that oh that was another reason why I wanted to teach because I would take classes but I hated the music there you go that was it (laughs) So then I, that I wanted to teach so I could do be my own DJ. Okay. And I used to go to my friend Merle's house, who was a spin teacher. And we would make, we made mixtapes 
And then we made burn CDs and we would sit there for hours and put together a playlist. Oh, right. Mixtapes are the best, right? But yeah, and but, but also Merle had a following that was more of the Zen thing and more like, but he also liked like uh, DJs and, uh, you know, like what's the name? Uh, Tedes- Tedesco? Wait, Tia. Now I can't even think of the name, but like what well, we were doing, Moby or things, you know, and um, uh, DJs, you know. Okay, but yeah. Some cool, some old school rock stuff or whatever, but he it would never go too crazy. A lot of U2 and just a just a mix of things just so, more sort of a coffee shop rock and then kind of just some more vibey kind of stuff rather than stuff. and we would, and i gonna, go to this place for the, like all day on a saturday so i spent a lot of time on this i'm like wait i should be working on my material and not <laughs> there's this weird but it was super fun yeah and uh so the, would you guys with listening to music right yeah. So you guys should hang out, listen to music. Would you take the vinyl and put it on, on cassette? No, but no. So, um, yeah, I can't remember. Or was we it all doing, digital by we then? We were doing it for so long. He had a lot of records because he was a big music freak and had a big library. Right. So he had a lot of records and then, um, or was it anyway? I think he went from CDs too. Okay. Yeah. And then you guys would just listen to the song and you're like, would I well, want to exercise? To like, that? Well, yeah. And he kind of would give me, give, do suggestions. And sometimes he just gave me a big old stack of CDs that I would, but it wasn't all my taste, but I didn't have a burner and I didn't have, you know, right. I needed like the technical help. Right. Right. And so, and he had a lot of different kinds of music and you and could pick what of- you like. Yeah. Yeah. We would play Michael Jack, early Michael Jackson. And, you know, have you, is there so Eden you went is from, a good spin song okay go ahead what oh all right oh yeah which is which is kind of peppy that's yeah. a peppy song to do to do some some spinning to yeah um what what about the yoga did this lead to yoga oh, okay yeah so then while i'm teaching you know then i'm teaching fitness and all in new york doing stretch classes too right and then of course part of the spinning is like that Zen thing. So then start taking yoga. And I think it was about that time that I started going to Bikram yoga, which was, that's a certain kind of yoga. Is that one hot? Oh, not Bikram. Iyengar, not Bikram. What, how many kinds of yoga are there? Um, I don't know. Like how many kinds have you done? Uh, a lot. And I really like the Iyengar. It's very, uh, alignment based. Okay, so, so oh, it's supposed to put your shoulder blade into the, the rhomboids and hold it here, and instead of just flowing through the poses like a vinyasa flow class is pretty fast. So oh. I like the more slow meditative kind. I've never done yoga, so <laughs> what? Would love it. What is um? <laughs> this is after. <laughs> you're like I'm gonna touch my body. Well, because we're on Zoom, and you're like I don't need anyone. But here's my question. Oh, no is uh so so if you were gonna do starter yoga what would you recommend someone do first what kind of yoga um just like gentle yoga or could it be any kind of can you start with Myanmar yoga and then you'd start with the disco yoga I mean I don't know the names of the different kinds of yoga well just I think just like a gentle yoga they have beginner yoga you know depends on what studio you're going to go to and- But you said one of them was structural and one of them was flowy. What was the yeah, what was the flowy the one? flow or they'll call How do you spell vinyasa? V I N Y A S A. Okay, and that one is That's more vinyasa flow, it's a flow. So it goes like so I would just, go. I like that. You're super like, I, I don't want to talk about this. I'm going to show you how it's done. Okay. So you go oh, okay. from, so I'm going to do, I'm going to do Iyengar. I'm going to do hold it. I'm going to look, I'm going to look past my middle finger. I'm going to pull my right knee out. I'm going to firm my left leg and my left heels down. I'm going to slow. <laughs> this is okay. So Iyengar, how do you spell that? There's the vinyasa. I'm just doing like really right. Bad. Just constant one, movement. One thing connected to the next. And the other one, uh, Iyengar. How do you spell Iyengar? 
I-Y-E-N-G-A-R. Okay. And that one is more like you do a pose and you hold alignment it? based. Yeah. It's all is alignment based. It's and the other it, one's more stretchy based. No, it's just it's the still same alignment. Like you all want to have all the same alignments, but the Iyengar really focuses on alignment and uh and that and and the Iyengar, I mean, and the vinyasa goes faster. Let's just say faster. Okay, so anger is more slow and deliberate. Yeah. It's uh it is there. So what is hot yoga? Hot yoga is the one where I think it's like 26 poses and you know, and that guy got didn't he get a uh not arrested but... <laughs> was did, or was there some sort of That's drama with the guy that molesting. No. Oh, did he get people super hot and then touch their bits? Did yeah, that... he'd have these he'd have these retreats and things, and he'd get these girls oh, he... close to him, and then yeah, there's a. And uh, did he want to start a a religion? Uh, yoga itself is a, attached to a religion, isn't it? A uh, Buddhism yeah. or Hinduism or yeah, yeah. Christianity? What which Not religion is it? Hindu, right? Didn't it come from the Hindu? Um, I don't know anything about it, but I do know that you are having a hard time finding a I'm seat sitting now because I want to get back in my spot. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, you know, I don't know all about the history of the, cause there's those yogi people that know all that stuff, but it's right. from, from India and from meditation and it was created there. And then it got, you know, bastardized. Right. And how long, and that that's, what, that's what we're talking right? about. Right. And yeah. we're talking about the bastardization. We're talking about yeah. the health benefits of doing those poses, yes. whether you do them deliberately with Iyengar or if you do them yeah. in a flow with right. ayahuasca or whatever the hell it's called. What's vinyasa. the other one? Yeah. Vinyasa. There we go. And so how long does, how long are you supposed to yoga when you yoga? You may have all oh, about an hour Some yeah. or two hours, an hour and a half, 90 minutes is a good time. 75. Yeah. 75 to 90 minutes. Would you, yeah. do you like a 75 to 90 minute kind of thing? I, or? I kind of like, I like it. I like a 90. I, I like 90. Okay. If it's, if it's a good class, you know, I, I like taking classes. Oh, do you? And who yeah, time flies too, by the way. And is that what makes it a good class? Is, is if, is it the music and the, and the person spotting is there spot the person speaking yeah yeah i like okay. yeah it's just it's really because it kind of just forces you to get out of your head and that's what i got to do because the noise right there's a, com- a committee meeting happening at all times oh, yeah. yeah you're just like please don't read me robert's rules and that's yeah <laughs> What is that? That's uh, the, those are the rules for having a good meeting in your, and so I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't know that. What is that? Is that really a thing? Oh yeah. It's really a thing. It's something like a a lot of um, like the city council, they they're run by Robert's rules. Oh, Robert wrote a bunch of rules about how you're supposed to have a meeting. And in my brain, uh, I need to get out of my head too. So maybe yoga. What do you do to get out of your head? Uh, I do. I I actually, I, I wish I meditated. I wish I did yoga, but I don't do either. I do some prayer, okay. uh, which is where I just sort of say the same thing over and over again and uh, try to have some hope. Yeah. That's what I like to do. That's how I pray. I'm just in yeah. a corner somewhere trying to hope and try to just, all right, yeah. I'm going to turn my life over to a power greater than myself. Uh, today, that power is the universe. Today, that power is the Jeebus. Today, that power is uh, this cup of coffee. Like whatever it is. Oh, that's good. So mantras yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah I just sort of do affirmations, things like that. Yeah, I have done a lot of affirmations and stuff like that with um, uh, who's the woman who wrote the the one, the, the morning say? page? Louise Hay, I've done Louise Hay. Have you done Louise Hay? I I listened to her when, you know, I've, yeah, I've read and listened. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a big fan of the affirmations. Yeah. Right. No, I'm kidding. Have you ever done that? I did. I had a friend. Do you remember Jennifer McLean? 
No, who's she that? was my first roommate in Los Angeles. Now oh, we're just talking okay. Rangers. How's it going out there? Anyway, so uh, but the affirm in, in her book, you can heal your life. Oh, yeah. H- have you read that one? Yeah, that's your roommate's book. No, no, that's Louise Hayes. book. Oh, that's Louise Hayes book. OK. And she had a lot of she had a lot of affirmations. And one of the oh. and it was there was a workbook part of it where there was a suggestion where you had to say it was 400 times a day. Yeah. 100. Yeah. I love and approve of myself. Oh, I love and approve of myself. 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 Now, if you say it. 400 times yeah you will notice and i i never sat and did it all in one yeah but i would do it um in batches of tens like i was like okay i just did 10 and then i would try to do 10 tens and i'm like well there's 100 and um and i would start to do them either a 10 or a set of 100 uh whenever i had a negative thought in my head whenever my committee meeting was like and uh, you don't know this about yourself either, is that wow. you're not great <laughs> or whatever. It was beating myself up. Right. <laughs> but here's the weird thing about doing it uh, 400 yeah. times a day is mm-hmm. that you realize how many times you're saying something negative to yourself inside your head. Oh, yeah. So if I start beating myself up inside my head, I uh, I would do 10. I love it. Approve of myself. 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 But I do it 10 times. Okay. And then the next time I had a negative thought, I'd be like, oh, shit. That was just moments ago. I had a negative thought about myself. I guess I have to do another five or 10. And, and then I would, and then I would. And what it did was it got me out of my head. Yeah. But it also made me aware of how much I was beating myself up every day. Yeah. And so do you do it less, do you think? Yeah. And because in okay. uh, You Can Heal Your Life, she said, say yeah. that to yourself 400 times, uh, 400 times a day. I love and approve of myself for 30 days. Oh, wow. Okay. And once you've done it for 30 days, probably like exercise, I wouldn't know. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Why yeah. Have you ever, uh, have you ever done that? that. I've done those positive affirmations and things. You know, I just, I forget, I guess I forget. I forget. (laughs) Right, right, right. Your brain wants to keep you beating yourself up. So you, you have to remember to do it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, um, I, I feel like, why should you have to be saying these things? You should already know it. That's how I feel about saying those things. It would be great. But unfortunately, you aren't saying those things to yourself. You should already be saying those things to yourself. No, but you're I not. Have to say those things. I should. I shouldn't be beating. Myself. You should be feeling it. You should so be. You should be feeling sh- the good things. Yeah. There's a shame involved with having to do the affirmations. I think I just realized that. Well, because and whenever you feel the shame, that's you beating yeah. yourself up for not already feeling like you're the best. I'm the best. So you're like, you're like circle fucking yourself. You're just like, I can't do the affirmations because I'm a piece of shit who doesn't do affirmations. Exactly. And you're like, wait a minute. That's a sign that you should do those affirmations. Yeah. Right. So then you should do those affirmations. And then every time you think, but I, I don't do them enough. So I'm a piece of shit. You're like, oh, well then I guess I'll do another 10 of those affirmations. And then you're like, but I didn't do all hundred. I'm a piece of shit. Well, I guess I should do another 10 of those affirmations. Yeah. And they're like, but I didn't do a hundred. You're like, oh, well then I guess I should do another 10 of those affirmations. So you do 10, uh, about a hundred a day, 10, 10. And, um, uh, as, as often as I think to myself, well, I'm a piece of shit. I didn't do those affirmations. I do 10 of those affirmations. What do you say? What do we say? I love and approve of myself. I love and approve of myself. I love and approve of my, I love and it. then tr- And then try to look in the mirror while you're doing uh, it. Yeah. Anyway. So what but makes yeah. it, what makes a good, okay. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. What makes a good, what? What makes a good, I don't, ha- I don't have people on the show so that I can talk, Jen. No, no, no. But I everyone can it. hear me talk all I the time. I talk you. all the time. I know. No, but you're great. It's, a, but I want to, I want to know about yoga. I don't know anything about it. It's, oh, okay. um, is it I mean, dumb? Is it good? Defend so good. it. No, I defend it because you stretch and lengthen straight. You know how people have hunched over. It helps with 
circulation, digestion, focus, uh, your thoughts are clearer. It uh, helps with digestion? Sleep. Yeah. Helps Why? Oh, because of the poses that you do, you know, any kind of movement stimulates the cells and uh, keeps the regeneration going. And then there's certain poses where you twist and you, the twists are digested for digestion. So massages the internal organs, keeps your, you know, thing daily. Yeah, yeah. All that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. It helps your posture. You know, your spine is the central nervous system. So that keeps, you need, it gets all kind of fused together. So these, the poses, like the sunset. Right. You make me want to sit up straight for sure, yeah. which is, can't hurt. We could do it. You could do it. You just could watch a so YouTube video or something. I'll come over. Cause didn't you want me to, we were talking about your, for your, um, step, your stepmom, your, uh, mom-in-law. Mom yeah. Well, yeah, because she she used to exercise a lot and now she doesn't exercise because she's got these back pains and she has yeah. rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. So between the two of those, it kind of knocks her out. And, and so people shy away from doing the fitness. People shy away from it because it hurts. But right. the, the more you shy away, the more that you start to. Right. It tightens you up and stuff. Yeah. Density and all that. Why should you exercise? Oh, because I want to be a better comedian. Oh, never mind. That's not really no, no. But you Does it... me, like, what are the benefits of exercise? I, I thought it was just to overcome my fear of standing in front of people. Right. And, and that's that's why you take classes like I once took Pilates, but I did one on one Pilates. Oh, and, okay. and the woman was like, well, you could go to classes and they're cheaper. And I was like, but I don't want to do this in front of a lot of people. I just want you to tell me I want to be babysat through this hour of right? Pilates. Yeah. Everything's expensive. Good. One yeah. one good, but one-on-one -on -one is great. I mean, but here's another thing about it is the mood enhancer, you know, the endorphins, you feel better, you have a better sense of well-being. So okay. positive affirmations, you feel better about yourself just because it's a mood elevator. Otherwise I get real down and dark and sad and, you know, right. <laughs> and all the affirmations in the world. I mean, I guess they would help, but just the physical exertion. Do it, you do anything else besides yoga for, to get out of your head? Like, uh, oh, I mean, besides well, I stand up. The, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Stand up. <laughs> stand up fixes everything quite honestly. Oh, I know it does. Right. It's like, it's there. the best. I know. Uh, unless you have a bad set. Right. And then you can only fix it with another set. That's the exactly. only way to fix it. Like, oh, okay. I got it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Cause I, so, uh, yeah, the writing, writing and, and, um, Oh, do you write? Do you do like those morning pages that no. remember that woman? Oh yeah. No, I meant writing jokes and things like that. Oh, right. Right. Do you We're ever on the right side of the brain, the morning pages? Is that that woman? I think it's, her name's Cameron somebody Cameron and uh it's she does yeah. morning pages and um she does a, it's kind of a workbooky thing it's it's also 12 weeks I think she's in some sort of 12-step program and so she yeah. likes the number 12 oh, okay. so uh I yeah forget, I forget her name actually I've got a what um morning pages yeah Oh yeah so anyway writing doing stand-up comedy and um I told you about cats that I try to rescue cats. Oh, does that help too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's almost, it's too, it's over, it's overwhelming because once you get one cat, what about this one? But this one's <laughs> eye is missing. And what about that, that person? Needs a How ball? do you find out about new cats? Well, because like, you have cats, right? Right now have you have cat. your own cats. And then I think you said you were fostering a couple I of have, kittens. Yeah. A couple of kittens. Grab so, a kitten. Huh? You have grab a, a grab a kitten. Grab a kitten and show it. You guys, this is coming out. These cats will still be living with her. These kittens. If you are in the Los Angeles oh, area, no. if you're in the Los Angeles area, they're available for adoption. They're all and you need a kitten or even if you want a kitten. How about this? You're willing to live with a kitten. Talk to me about talking to Jan Karam because that's who I'm talking to. Jan yeah. Karam. It's uh, Jan Jan Karam on uh, Instagram. It is Jan Karam.com. J-A-N-N-K-A-R-A-M. Uh, Jan is with two N's. Karim is with one M as in Mary yeah. and, uh, and her Instagram and watch her do stand up, and she's very funny, but yeah. what's, so let's, yeah, let's swap over to a I kitty cat well, thing. 
Okay, so yeah. Have you always had cats? Have you always no, did you ever have dogs? No, I always had horses? dogs growing up. And then what okay. happened was with my boyfriend in Koreatown, where I live now, and my address is. <laughs> and then we saw a cat, and I said, I don't like cats. Put him in the, and then he kept crossing the street on Western and following us. <laughs> and I'm like, no, go, go. And Western's a really busy, it's two, four <laughs> lanes, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I go, go, go. We were going to eat Mexican food at El Cholo. And I, <laughs> and I said, no, go, go. And I said, he's following us. So then we put him in the, I had a truck at the time with a camper. So put him in the camper, brought him home, put a note. This is how stupid I was. Because I lived in Beverly Hills at the time. I didn't know. Every time you call yourself stupid, by the way, you got to say, I oh. love it, approve of myself. I love it, approve I love of myself. Approve of myself. <laughs> I know. You know, another thing is self-effacing LA people are very self-effacing. Well, it's too much work. You got to, you got to, uh, anyway, so well, you yeah. put up a note. That's how stupid I am. That's not even for me. Okay. I love and approve of myself. Oh, oh, effing ohm. Yes. Go, oh, motherfucking ohm. Uh, yeah. So then put him in the truck and the Toyota pickup truck, took him home, put up notes. Anyone lost a cat? It's like, I'm sure in Koreatown, there's the black cat that's 11 months old or so. <laughs> and so adorable. So sweet. We, we kept it and they kept him. So Kitty was a boy, but lived till 20, 20 years old. And we yeah. broke up and then I ended up with him. And then uh-huh. I got two other cats cause he was lonely. And then since then I've always had uh, three cats. Well, you've always had three cats. Not always, but I mean, because that kitty, I was like, oh, and then those two were here, then got another cat, then those two died, and then got one, then I got, I recently got two more. So there's three right. total. You have three total cats, or do you have five cats in that house? No, 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 just just three, including the two fosters. No, oh, okay, because the other two passed away. Right. So you have one cat, and now you have two kittens yeah. that are available if somebody wants to adopt a cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are they local? Are they, uh, can you pick one up and show us on YouTube what they yeah. look like? I mean, uh, um, yeah. Oh, find them on YouTube. Should I make a you? You know, you should. Um... Okay. Believe it or not, I have with my friend, we have a little rescue TNR, you know, TNR trap, neuter and return. Release. Yes. Right. Right. Andy does that. And Elaine Boozler is a big cat person or dog and cat person. You knew that. My right? friend Arbene, uh, she ended up in, I didn't know where she lived. And all of it, one day I saw her feeding all the feral cats in our, in our neighborhood. Arbene, we have, we have dozens, dozens and dozens of cats and everybody feeds the cats. And Andy was always like, we're never going to feed the cats. We will give the cats an occasional treat. Okay. And I was like, and the difference is, and he was yeah. like, well, the difference it's is that. Right. right. And and he, so he would he would catch the cats with our neighbor whose name is Kathy, but likes to be called cat. Oh, OK. Because she likes cats and oh. she has uh, she has dozens of uh, she takes care of dozens of, of the feral cats. And then on the end of the block, there's a different dozen feral cats. And um, it's crazy over there. And then uh, when my mom in law moved in, she brought a cat and it's an it's a it was a indoor outdoor cat Tigger. Yeah. And uh, so it took a couple of like a week. And then she was like, well, I'll Tigger can go out the back door because our backyard is enclosed. Yeah. But she, but she can't go out the front door because I'm afraid she's going to get with the cats and get in a fight or something. And Tigger is 15 or 16 years old. So yeah. she doesn't need to get in a fight with strange cats and to keep her inside. Right. Because she doesn't. Well, she does come out. She does. She comes out in the backyard a little bit. Oh, she did. Okay. And she'll she'll sit on sort of the back landing of Chris's bathroom door. Oh, okay. Exit. Yeah. That's like nice. the like a porch. And she really likes it. Aww. And I, I haven't I haven't lived with a cat uh, since probably 1990, 91. Oh. And uh, I was because I was it was a Persian. And oh. I was and I was super allergic okay. I don't seem I was allergic. I oh I don't think I'm allergic to Tigger. Tigger is just a, a gray and white kind of tabby looking cat. Yeah. And um she's seems like a nice enough cat. Yeah. What do you who's that? Who's that? It's, do you like do you like cats because you can leave them overnight and you don't have to walk them? What do you like about a cat? 
as opposed to a dog. Yeah. Well, I would just say that Jen Karam's Zoom is frozen or mine has. And so something's going to happen once it becomes unfrozen. But you should know that I'm talking with Jan Karam and it's J-A-N-N-K-A-R-A-M and jankaram.com. You can go to Jan Jan Karam on Instagram. And um, yeah, this may have to, we may have to call it, but let's see. Maybe I'll stop it and then I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, she got kicked off. You guys, it's still recording, but it's just me. Kind of exciting. I wonder if she'll log back on. Let's, uh, there she is. She's coming in hot, you guys. Coming in hot. The audio is still connecting. She is muted. Don't forget to wash your hands, by the way. Behind her on the kitchen, on her uh, refrigerator. Okay, now we can get on to the other subject, which I made these during the COVID, you know, because I paint, the, right? Oh, I did not I know that you a, painted. Yeah. Is that, well, is that your hand? Show. Is that a handprint of your yeah, hand? Yeah. So the one woman show, and that was from the one woman show, like, go your own way in life, make your handprint. And I go, hey, let's make wash your hands, t-shirts and swag and everything. But that didn't go anywhere. I thought for sure, oh, I could get it in schools, hospitals, whatever. Yeah. But, they just got their regular. I know. I spent a lot of money. But, but I couldn't help really cool. a lot of people like me. Exactly. You are loved. The universe supports you. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, the, the art is very beautiful. So yeah. So I thought my idea was to like make public health awareness art so that because, you know, during instead of those standard signs, go ahead and, um, you know, make, make it, something fun. And this would be cute in kids schools in their bathrooms. And yeah, yeah. Instead is, of just like the regular wash your hands, God damn it. Is right, right. Is that is that your hand print? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. You and have a I nice small the, hand. I also drew the well, it was shrunk. I also, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say your penis must be tiny. Um, I, also, remember, I also did those with markers and all that. And that's my, this is from my act, my um just show and tell now. <laughs> get it, the get it girl. Yeah, get, get it. That looks really good. You should get it. You guys got to go to Dork Forest. You got to go to the YouTube Dork Forest page and check out. We're we're right now in Jan Karam's kitchen and uh, we're checking <laughs> it out and seeing how it is. Do you have. Um, I had to move because the Internet, the Wi-Fi back there wasn't any good. And I'm using my neighbors. I pay him. <laughs> we share Wi-Fi. Oh, do you? Is that bad? Yeah. No, that is uh, shrewd. You are I shrewd like to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you like it's nice that you're friends with your Wi-Fi with your neighbors so much. Okay. Yeah. And what okay. about your the cats? You, the lighting is really good. Yeah. Is your cat around? Let me see. Let me see. I don't want to walk too far because there's messes and stuff. Oh, right, right. So hold on. I mean, you know, it's selective showing. Right. Okay. Here we are. We get to see a little bit of the corner of her uh, delightful kitchen as she goes to try and find one of her cats. We're live, you guys. We aren't live. This is pre-recorded. But how great would it be if I could just be like Geraldo? Uh, was it Geraldo Rivera's uh, safe? Uh, it's just like here we are in Jan Karam's kitchen, waiting for her to find a cat, and she's going to bring that cat back. Look at this tiny little kitten. Is that one of the kittens? Yeah, this is Sasha. Hey, Sasha. Wait. You are a super cute little kitty. Look at that kitty. Hello. She was just taking a nap, so she's very sleepy. And she's a noodle of a cat. That is like when they're so when they're so little, when they're kittens, they're just kind of bendy, much like a oh, yoga, uh, the yoga. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Animal abuse. <laughs> Not so much. Say hello. Hey Jen, it has been an hour, so we could uh we could call it if you like. Okay. Uh, but it's been a delight talking to you. Has it really? Um, I don't know. How do I compare to others? 
I love and approve of myself. I love. Oh, and that's of right. I love and approve of myself. There's nobody like me. I'm unique. Even if people don't like me, it's okay. You're a fucking Fabergé egg, Jan Karam, and you should treat yourself as such. Rangers. No, I'm good. It's the yoga. We learned about a couple of kinds of yoga. We got to hear see hear, see a kitty cat, and we got to dork out with Jan Karam. Yeah. Thank you so really much fun. for doing Thank the show, you, Jackie. Jan. What? And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Hi, Adele. How was the show? <laughs> it's the it's the weird phone bonus where I talked to Andy Ashcraft Ooh, about me. it's a, about how the show was. I just recorded with Jan Karam mm-hmm. and she couldn't find her headphones mm. and she got distracted at one point and I had to actually say out loud, you know, I have people on not to hear myself talk, but to hear them talk about a thing they love. And she was like, but I'm interested in what you were just about to say. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I am also interested in what you were about to say. <laughs> I was just, I was interested in what she had to say about yoga. Oh, okay. It was going to be about yoga. It was going to be about senior Bendy. exercise. Bendy. That's what all I know about it. Right. There's some sweating. Sometimes there's hot yoga. There's, there's also some, some sort of spirituality thing that goes along with it. I'm understood. Right. It's been co-opted and bastardized is what she said. What? By the by the by just the people who just want to bend. They oh. don't they don't want a Hindu. They just want to bend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can yoga without Hinduing. Right. But you can't Hindu without can no, I don't actually know that. <laughs> I would have to get a, a, a person on who would talk about that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's been hanging out with enough comics that he doesn't laugh, but he laughs. I he does laugh. both. I did he both. Does I did both. I laughed. Right. Laughed. But if you were a comic, you wouldn't have laughed at all. You would have just said, that's funny. So what I like about you is that you're not a comic and you laughed. And then, but you've also realized that it must be said, that's funny. That was also funny. Right. You guys, we're trying this now. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> do you want a yoga? No. Do you want to um, force your mom to go to a, a class of yoga? No. Okay. So, um, well, that's what we were going to talk about, Jan Karam and I, because she teaches senior chair yoga at the Jewish Community Center. Oh. But it's far away. But I'm she not was like, my mom go Jewish either. She's also got to convert to Judaism, but she has to go three times. Hindu, Judaism. Oh, she's got to convert to Hinduism. That's what you've got to make your mama do. That's right. Uh, your mom, at this point, I believe is an agnostic. Oh, yeah, very much. There you go. Uh, guys, we've gone into the weeds. So, so far into the weeds. Thanks for watching and listening and all the things. I, uh, I'm going to close out normal. Okay, bye. Be good to each other out there. You you know the rules. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?